We rolling. Yes, sir. All right. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 What up? How's, 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 everybody's good. He normally starts. I'm waiting for him. I'm like, I'll just make sure everything was good. All right. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of a No Label Convo here with my boy Nell. Yes, sir. Uh, shouts out to everybody that's been subscribing on YouTube, sharing on Instagram. Hell we yeah. got a Twitter now. Come on. We're going to be posting more on Twitter. We're getting more active on Facebook. Yes, sir. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Yes, sir. Trying to just put out the content, man. Now we can go ahead and get into the sponsor. Yeah, we sponsored by Guapcoin, Guap cryptocurrency Coin. for the culture. Oh, shit. You know, so get get ready to get lost. And we in a downtrend, but it was I was laughing because it's like I'm seeing so many big moves, like countries accepting, like, crypto as official uh, uh, money oh whoa but the still in the downtrend i'm like because of china literally it's because we'll, of china yeah yeah whatever man hey get get into it now before you can't get into it <laughs> so yeah, one thing about one thing about uh guap coin is like they talk about um monetizing the uh, influence of art oh awesome. so that's that's one thing and we're sitting down now with a with an artist and i've seen him uh in the backgrounds and then i'm starting to see his artwork we got some of his stuff Right up here and behind us, and it's 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 amazing. And I've seen him help my friends getting to take their art to the next level. And I I definitely would like to pick his brain and just see see how that thing spins. Yeah. Introduce my man, cool ass Kev. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. How you That's go? true. I'm very good. I'm very good. Thank you so much for having me here today. It's a it's a, ple- it's a pleasure. Down, it's man. a pleasure to be in this room always. And facts, facts. Uh, it's a pleasure to share the space with 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 y'all. You know. Said so you were just here last night too, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, like I, uh, you know, I helped. Um, you know, while True was in, in New York or whatever over the week, you know, Brandon and I and, you know, Fee and, uh, you know, Reese and H and a couple other folks, you know, uh, Droid, you know, mm-hmm. pretty much like cleaned up the space and like right. made it so that we could have a fucking fire ass party last yeah, night. Yeah, that shit was dope. So nice. <laughs> that <shit laughs> it was yeah. so nice. If you guys missed it, you guys could go on Twitch at uh, Don't Watch TV. Mm-hmm. You can go on Twitch, you can replay it and just see some of the dope art that's in this place. And they, they had a good time. True's birthday. Yeah, yeah. Mr. 716 himself. Yes, Shout out sir. to Don't Shout Watch TV. Yo, 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 man. Baby <laughs> Buffalo, man. Yeah, you know, he for really real. is, dude. He really is. Nah, He's for real. such an amazing person. Facts. Uh, I we'll start. We'll kind of start from the from the beginning. Are you sure. from Buffalo? Yeah, man. Well, I grew up in Orchard Park, you know. Okay. Um, and you know, while I when I grew up, while I was growing up there, I was just like, it's just a fucking Republican ass town. You know, it's just like kind of kind of lame out there. So, um, you know, like I was telling you, I went I, as soon as I could. I I left and I moved to Ithaca, New York, um, to just kind of like chill by some waterfalls and kind of do that stuff and or take a little community college and stuff and and then i just was like man this is kind of for the birds and <laughs> you know and then uh just kind of i drove around for a while like just basically just drove around the country just to kind of see different places and everything and everything that where i went and i saw stuff i was just like you know i went to portland and i saw like this crazy like large art fair you know Mm. that was just like that happened every thursday they like shut down a street and people just like kind of walked around and there was people on stilts and fire twirlers (laughs) and like some weird you know west coast shit or whatever and like 
I, this was probably like 15 years ago now. And, um, I was just like, Oh, this was, you know, this is so cool. I could, I can just, why don't I just do this sh- stuff in Buffalo, you know? And like, was so, that the, was that the start of your artistic, like journey or was that something that's always been with you? Oh, uh, I've always, I've always had like a leaning towards like poetry and, and, and art and music and songwriting and stuff like that. So I've just always been interested in that, in those things, but mostly on like a, on like a deeper level, like individual expression, you know, I've, I've always, you know, because when I was a kid, I got really into like reading like, um, Eastern philosophy and like, uh, Buddhism and, and Taoism and stuff. And as a kid, yeah, when I was probably like, yeah, when I was probably like 12, 13, something oh. like that, you know, I started, <laughs> like, I started, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, like, I, you know, like, the I, the idea of, like, interdependence, um, you know, really kind of, like, stuck with me, like, really hard, you know, so, mm. at some point, I just kind of realized that, like, self-expression was, like, the first step towards, you know, building a more empathetic world, Word. and so... You know, I just kind of got into this groove of um, putting on art shows, you know, when I got back or whatever, you know, like I got back and like three days later, my dad died. And um, it was like this, it was just like this thing that just like really solidified, you know, for me, like a whole bunch of whole bunch of stuff as far as like the importance of creating space for shared space for people to really express themselves because um you know it was just it 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 matters you know if someone's like locked up and you know tied up in themselves and they're not able to you know get out what they're thinking and feeling you know it 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 leads to a lot of really heavy things just that a person has to always carry around potentially destructive potentially destructive and you know like so yeah when my when my dad passed away it was like the um like he carried so much shit with him you mm-hmm. know and so um having him be gone it was like a, a thing where i i just tried to implement wherever i could like positivity That's and like saying. openness and you know a space where people can you know just ex- do the find something new you know about not only themselves but other people and then find that connection where there's like a common ground where you know um i'm not so different from you you know you know what i mean like i still have i have emotions i i think this and i i carry it with me and you know when you can just move it you know let it go you know with someone else then it's just it's in your past and then you're you're on to something new and you're 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 in a a new space, you know, yeah. new that, way. And that that's one thing, like, why I really wanted to sit down with you was because I, I, I noticed when you started hitting the scene mm. when uh, I saw we were, like, new doors were opening for, like, local artists. And I'm like, mm-hmm. like, whoa, we, this is the first time we got this. this so when would space. you say that was, though? When I noticed it was yeah. when, um, was, I want to say with uh, Skis and, Skis and. Um, the whole art, the art dealer show? Yeah, the art dealer show on Main Street. Yeah, so when was when they started? Out was that last, last year? That was last year. Yeah, yeah. But like last say, summer, might have been during quarantine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. It, but it 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 blew my mind because there was used to be such a divide between uh, UB and just the community of 
yeah. Buffalo, period. Like we, mm-hmm. it was a now like kids didn't go to UB and like get in. Mm. It was a a long time where it's like UB wasn't accepting kids from Buffalo, yeah. especially black kids. Yeah, Facts. yeah. So it was just like seeing them now welcoming our like our communities in art. Yeah, totally. So it was that was a, that was a big thing. I'm like I'm like who. There's always people helping, and there's yeah. always people wanting. So I was like, Yeah, I mean, shout out to Brownwin Keenan, you know, shout out to the Arts Collaboratory for doing that stuff, you know, for Facts. sure. Shout out to Tony Boy and you know, Hell outside yeah. influence, like that stuff is like, Hell yeah. it's like a real movement, mm-hmm. you know, where mm-hmm. people like, you know, Tony Boy is doing a, an incredible job of documenting the actual, you know, process and history mm-hmm. of of cool things that you know have always been happening here in Buffalo and I think that it gets to a point where you know when other people start to write about it talk about it mm-hmm. you know host shows you know based on art being created that moves mm-hmm. that moves it that 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 gets it out beyond you know our our thing even if it's even if it's a regional thing that's cool if it if it turns into like a, a national and international thing that's great too you know and mm-hmm. i mean there is a lot of spotlight on buffalo right now Facts. in general just because of you know the work that you know grisalda is doing and stuff like that mm-hmm. i mean you know and all those amazing artists that are associated with that but it's it you know it, there's a real socialist approach Mm. to that stuff too you know where it's just like everybody's eating everybody sh- share mm-hmm. share 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 Com- you know? yeah community-based stuff like yeah and buffalo used to get a bad rap for not working together and just we've seen the power of us coming together over the past three four years yeah and 100 it, it it created spaces like this like this is once again that we got another space yep where people can come together collab on ideas and yeah. create like positive change in our communities and and pushing art forward mm-hmm. for sure 100 percent. and you know and you know shout out to truly on that you know because he's just a, a huge you know he's like he's a, he's a dynamo you mm-hmm. know when it comes Spearhead. to when it, when it comes to you know really truly talking mm-hmm. and like moving and energy and picking up mm-hmm. and letting go i mean mm-hmm. he really knows how to throw it down that way you know yeah facts because one, one thing i've seen with uh when i came here we came here maybe we did a, uh we did an interview here and it was like he, this is when he was gone grand for like a, yeah grand fee yeah we, oh wow cool. mm-hmm. yep so we we were in here and it was just like the energy was just a little bit different yeah yeah and it was yeah. just like he he put life into this place and exactly it's like, yeah this whole thing because you said look. you said you was here like two weeks ago mm-hmm. i mean like two weeks prior to that prior to that mm-hmm. and it was just like completely different Mm-hmm. And it was yeah. the same people there, just the only person I was missing was True. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and like that's you know, and like that's kind of how a lot of stuff happens, you know. It's just like one person, mm-hmm. you know, but bringing everybody together and setting a setting almost like a, you know a vibe, mm-hmm. you know. But like it's more of a verb, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like it's living. It, yeah, it's their it's heart. It's thing. their mm-hmm. you know, it's their it's their deepness, you know, Facts. or their depth of their character, however you want to put it, you know. For sure. Wasn't it? You spoke on um, traveling, traveling the states and seeing yeah. uh, these art shows. Mm, yeah. When you came back, was, was you like, okay, I want to start facilitating, or were you facilitating before then? Yeah. So like that's basically yeah, basically what happened um, in the history there. Um, you know, that was like 15 years ago. So I was like driving around, and I saw a bunch of stuff, and then I yeah, I came back and. You know, I started doing like uh, you know some theater 
stuff at the new Phoenix Theater on Johnson Park, which is like an awesome, awesome space, awesome theater that's uh, been going for like a super long time. And uh, so I did some stuff there. The hmm. one behind Hutch Deck? Yeah. Yeah, that's what is I was the theater back there? Yeah. yeah that's that what green I was thinking. Like, you're not talking about that, Jasper. <laughs> I used to park over there every day. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that like super lime green, like very, very vibrant building right at the end is a is a small theater. Why don't I remember a lime green building? I think I, I think I know what you're talking about. Like, yeah, it's it, yeah, it's the new Phoenix Theater. I mean it's it you know, is a beautiful place for like emerging you know, actors and, and writers and, and performance artists to like do stuff, you know, back in the day. And I'm sure they're still probably doing stuff. I haven't really checked in with Richard, the dude that runs it. And I gotta go time. drive by there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's beautiful. It's like an old, it's actually like an old, it's, I think it was like the, one of the first mayor of Buffalo's like house, mm. you know? So it's like, I'm not sure if that's true or not, but like Johnson, Howard, I think his name was like Howard Johnson or something. Mm. So is that considered like a landmark? It can't get torn down. Yeah, I mean that all of that's all of that all of like that whole you know parkway pretty much is like yeah that's, mm. that's you know solidified that way. I mean it's a beautiful park you know I, yeah. I love it there. Man. You know you used to so, have a gym class out there every, yeah, every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Used to wild out in the Johnson <laughs> yeah, Park. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Bumping mad music after school, smoking in the car. Yeah, 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 shit. yeah. Everybody needs that spot when they're like Hell sixteen, yeah. you know, mm. for sure. And like yeah, so I did that, and then. You know, I um, started um, like curating artwork to go on the walls at Hardware, you know, mm-hmm. for, for a while. And then I like hosted an open mic at Hardware called Inventory Mondays for a while. And then once I kind of got into that groove, there was a, um, a storefront on, on Main Street at 700 Main Street that um, became like there was an art gallery there called The Vault. Mm-hmm. And the person who was running that place, uh, Amanda Gikowski, um, wanted to like, you know, she just needed to take off or whatever. And so I said, I'll run it for you while you're gone. And, you know, um, so we just started doing like art shows and like I, I just started running this space, you know, on like <laughs> it was basically like a speakeasy across the street from a police station. You know, it was like selling pbrs you know you know buy them for one sell for two kind of thing you know and i was able to like throw a ton of shows there you know all sorts of like all sorts of music you know uh noise music and like that's what i do i do like long form like drone like guitar music you Mm -hmm. know ambient kind of stuff so you know i was really into i was really into doing that at the time and so i was just like i need a venue to be able to play so because like it was kind of you know it's it's like hard when you don't have a space to perform your art it's kind of it, it's it's demoralizing in a way so i was just like i'm just gonna open up this space so i can host noise shows and then uh anybody else that wants to play they can come by and play so there was like singer songwriters from like all over the country other noise musicians that were like on like like permanent tour mm. and like jazz and you know hip-hop and stuff and like that's and like that's where i first met like the coolie high guys and the coolie high mm-hmm. gang or whatever and you know we put on some <laughs> we put on some shows there that were just so much fun and you know and then uh my friend jeff mace and i like uh and this other dude adam like through like these um rather large shows called like cuts and breaks where mm-hmm. we like un- tried to unite like the four elements of hip-hop like doing like 
graffiti, uh, MCing, DJing, and like b-boy, like breaking and stuff. And that was yeah. like on the second floor of um, that was on the second floor of 700 Main. We're in that like big big room there, and we like got these like uh, graffiti guys to come in and like make these like huge canvases, and it, it was pretty fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was really sounds... cool. So, How long did that last for? The the vault was like two years, probably two or yeah. three years, from like uh, 2011 to 2013, and then okay. once <clears throat> and then once I stopped doing that, it was like it was like that same type of thing where it was like these amazing shows that would happen and then they would just like evaporate, right? So it's just like these beautiful times and then it was just like all the, all that was left was a memory, you know? And, mm-hmm. and like a vibe, you know? Uh, that you could carry with you for your life. And, you know, like that's always rad. Mm-hmm. But it's nice to be able to like look back at something and be like, oh, this yeah. was mm-hmm. a time capsule, you know? So yeah. then after I did that, I started um, this project called silo sessions which is like i took uh artists from buffalo and took them into like an old abandoned grain silo um down city down where silo city is where duende is now which is also an amazing venue Uh, shout out to duende shout out to rick smith and all those (coughs) and all the people working super hard down there um so yeah (coughs) anyway we um you know so i like just recorded all of these people in like this iconic Buffalo sound because it's like this eight second natural reverb in there. So like mm. this it's like spooky and like beautiful and like, you know, really like soul fulfilling. Yeah, you know, I've been there. I've been there once for like performances. I want to say, I want to say it was Amina, the Empress. Mm. She had, she had something. There. Oh, cool. Yeah. 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 It was dope. It yeah. Was, it had the lights going through the silos. Oh, so, that's yeah. so amazing. Yeah. So amazing. Yeah. I mean, and I think that that's kind of the thing. I was just like one person doing something down there. There's so many people that have like helped to like make that space what it is, you know, mm-hmm. and like uh, build out the energy around that space. You know, there was this, you know, old timer, you know, Swanee Jim uh, who, you know lived you know when i first started hanging out down there he like lived in this shack uh on the on the property mm-hmm. and like he he was like the caretaker you know so he had like him and his dog you know just yeah. kind of like lived in this like uninsulated like tin <laughs> shack you know well. oh man and he's got like stories for days and like perception for days you know and he's able to you know he's just the one he's just another one of those amazing individuals that like lays the foundation and groundwork for you know new experiences for artists to you know grow and you know uh like learn more about themselves and how they you know in, in uh like engage in an interdependent world, you know. Thanks, mm-hmm. I was gonna ask when, when you were like traveling and going to the different art shows. What sure. were some of your favorite cities that you like really remember? Oh well, yeah. I mean, I just like I just took an, a a big drive uh, around the country, like 
you know, in May, you mm-hmm. know, so like a couple of days ago or like a, a couple of months ago or whatever. It feels like a couple of days. Yeah, time is fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was amazing. Um, you know, I went to New Orleans. I, man, New Orleans is just like the coolest place, you know, in, in the world. I want to go to New Orleans. Oh, it's just so cool. You know, I mean. And Did you go during Mardi Gras or was it just? No, no. I mean, it was like, you know, it was uh, May, I think, when mm-hmm. I was there, you know. Mm-hmm. So it was just getting back to being. New Orleans, you know, it was just right. after after quarantine and all that stuff. So, um, you know, people are we're starting to get back, and like that's kind of why I took the drive was I wanted to kind of see how different cities and different places were mm-hmm. checking stuff out. But you know, for me, for me, like the most beautiful place in the world is uh, Big Sur, California, mm-hmm. um, which is like a hundred mile stretch of like coastal forest between um like uh it's like between like san francisco and and you know uh probably like uh, i don't know i I think it goes up to like san i I can't recall the name (laughs) but it's like you know it's like this hundred mile stretch of of like redwood forest that's like it's basically like ocean forest mountain sky you know, like that's, that's all right. you see is just like huge clouds coming off of the, coming off the Pacific Ocean, just like feeding this beautiful redwood forest. You know, um, very very peaceful, very very inspiring. You know, right. so I think you know. I mean, when you when you think about America, you know, like I, I I don't know. For me, it's not necessarily the cities. You know, it's like the 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 wide breadth of like resource and like possibility and like horizons that like just stretch forever you know i mean Mm -hmm. if you drive across the country and you get to those places in like nebraska and like wyoming and nevada where there's just absolutely nothing you know you know that people had to have like will of spirit to be able to like traverse and like to be able (laughs) to to like also see something that you know a possibility that they didn't necessarily have before, you know? So I, I think when you take those big, long trips, um, you know, it's, it's about letting stuff go, you know? And it's mm-hmm. about, like, realizing how distant your horizon can be and, like, how, um, ins- you know, how you have to be inspired and engaged every day to, like, you know move those horizons and get there or do something so it's you know yeah. like that's goes back to the whole like you know self-expression being a part of building a more empathetic yeah. world and so do you think you traveling like at an early age and younger than most people that was a benefit towards you then yeah i mean always you know i, th- I think you know i was you know the first time i actually just like just got in a car and drove around i was like 21 or something like that mm-hmm. you know and i didn't really know where i was going i didn't i didn't really have any plans to be anywhere i just kind of drove you know mm-hmm. and like Specs. just took like side streets and just kind of you know relied on my relied on my did you, you know, have the, money did you save up money or anything yeah but i mean i also relied on like you know my willingness to like work in a bakery you know mm-hmm. and like or like do like wash dishes or like you know so like you knew if you needed it you get it. yeah you know i i could get somewhere mm-hmm. you know and like that was just kind of that was just kind of the thing where i was just like you know i think i had like maybe a thousand bucks or something you know and like i was just like okay let's just see i can get here with this amount of gas you know like yeah. I, and so if it's like if i get there 
and yeah, like I need to do I need to do something else I can you know just do something else you know mm-hmm. I like yeah. I know yeah. a guy here okay I'll go there crash and he can get me some work and then I can like hang out for a little bit you know save some money and then get there mm-hmm. you know x, x y and z you know kind of thing where where and like the, I, I think that if you can just if you can experience those types of things there's nothing better than than not as facts than just taking time and i think that that's what you know quarantine and and like the lockdowns like Shown really me. provided for people was like a, an idea of safety within yourself that you know it's like your own you know if if, if you wanted to see it this way you know there's so much crazy shit going on that if if you can you know just sit down you know relieve yourself of your own anxiety but you know and just be comfortable in your carbon suit <laughs> you know then then you, then you can do that anywhere but mm-hmm. you know if you can be you in one place where it's comfortable for you that just means that you have been yourself long enough to be able to like take that somewhere else hell yeah you know in buffalo like i know and shit me growing up i don't know how it is right like at this very moment but a lot of people don't growing up didn't leave buffalo like when i was not at all when i was a kid like so they never were able to experience and expand and and see those those new horizons but unless you were able to play like aau basketball that was really the only way and you weren't traveling too far yeah you're going to like albany maybe rochester yeah and it's like we're we're seeing now like just with social media people are being able to take themselves around the world through their art their Mm self-expression uh can you can you speak on like um the importance of truly like being true to your I don't say being true to yourself, yeah. but your authentic expression and how that can, because stuff can be so trendy, but right. it's like that authentic expression is what connects you to the other places. Right. Um, you know, I, I, for me, it's like, I can't, I, I can only, I, I, I've gotten to this point where, I, you know, it sounds so fucking vain, but I can <laughs> only really be me, you know, mm-hmm. like I don't, you know, I, have have gotten to this point where you know like my interests are so you know they're they're just they're kind of refined or not refined but they're like they're i I, like i can't make music other than noise music i can't Mm. make music that is like anything other than like the sound that i hear when i play like a bunch of chords like over and over and over again you know and like modulate it and make it weird yeah like i can't you know because i i just really had no interest in participating in something that somebody that's for somebody else you know like i like my like my it's just like i feel like people need to like respect like a wide berth Mm. of like another person so that they can in, in themselves understand their own wake or their own their own line in which they're trying to to go you know um i think that when you know motivation happens like because that's my that's my motivation Mm -hmm. my motivation is to express myself you know um whether that's just hanging out and being kind and like cleaning stuff up or like vacuuming a, a rug or something like that's I, I view that as like an expression of like who I am, you know, because mm-hmm. that that's what I'm doing outwardly. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
you know, I think that when, when you allow like internal or external, um, when you allow external motivations to direct who you are, then who are you? Mm -hmm. You can't, you can't, you, you can't, you're not having that conversation with yourself that you really need to be having, mm -hmm. you know? And, um, uh, and like, I think that that's kind of where the quarantine and, and things like that, you know, have allowed people to, to have that moment of self ref reflection. And mm -hmm. I, you know, it's a much kinder world, you know, uh, when you start talking about it that way, you know, if you Thanks. leave it to be like a, a negative world, then you're going to, that's going to, that's going to get your heart, you know, and that's going to make you hard. And then there's never that space mm -hmm. to see how another person goes about their thing, you know, mm -hmm. um, because you're, because you have no point of reference because it's not, you know, you are your own point of reference. Mm -hmm. So to interact with someone else or interact with external stuff through like social media or the news or, or something like that, you know, you, you have to have that point where you know you're coming from, you know? Yeah, no, I feel, I feel you on that. It, it reminds me of like Inception. Everybody had their little piece. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that's like, I'm going to make sure if anything yeah. is going, everything going on, I know that this thing exactly. is mine. And yeah. And like that, you know, talking about that, that movie, you know, like the subconscious and, you know, everybody has mind chatter. Everybody talks down mm -hmm. in, in their, in their own head, you know, and it's, it's, you know, it's a it's, lot of negative self-talk these days. Yeah. And it's, and it's, and it's, and it's a thing where it's like, okay, you know, for me personally, it's just like I exercise, you know, when I do that, I, I feel like I, I just like I, I stretch, I move my body, I get comfortable in my carbon suit, you know, and then I say, oh, and then I sit down and I breathe through it, you mm -hmm. know, and I understand that there's like a separation between, you know, who I am and what my mind says that I am, you yeah, know, nah, that's like, real. you know, yeah, that's I, I learned that I learned that maybe 2013 it was just like i was like heavy into like my, my meditation bag yeah and it was just like it got to a point where it was just like i'm sitting i will always focus on my breath but i noticed the thoughts were still going by i'm like i'm like wait a second i'm focusing on my breath mm -hmm. so what the what the fuck is all it is yeah yeah <laughs> what the yeah. fuck is all it is yeah exactly and then that's that helped me i'm like oh i'm i'm me and all the, everything what I see in the world, everything that comes in on TV, yeah, ideas of other people. That sh that shit is like it's like a freeway. Yeah, exactly. It's like you choose what you want to pick and exactly. pay attention yeah. to. And exactly, all that. exactly. And yeah, man, it's that's that's a that's a deep thing that a lot of people miss in life. Like not a lot of people will catch that one. Bro, that was in that. Remember that book I always would bring up on the podcast, the Three Magic Words mm -hmm. that I said like separates the conscious, subconscious mind. That's one of the things that was in there that yes, I, I think I learned from that for sure. Yeah, yeah. The, what is it? The, it's the, called the Three Magic Words. I can't remember who it's by. Oh, okay, cool. I can probably look it up. Though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no worries. We can talk about it whenever. Yeah, for sure. You know, you you said you uh you were interested in uh like eastern philosophy as like as a kid and stuff like that like yeah yeah it was weird it was super weird man i was like a really really intense child you know like i was just like intense you know um you see i was like when you were a kid yeah yeah, yeah. i was yeah i was just like super intense and like i don't know um you know i like i was real religious you know mm. like i was really like i i kind of like you know i like kind of like woke up like kind of like 
believing in God and like all of this stuff. So there was like, you know, I, it was just like a, a super deep fasc- fascination with me. It was like, mm. you know, once I learned that like, um, Santa Claus wasn't real, I just got really into, I got really, <laughs> really into, uh, thinking about God and, you know, uh, so, and my soul for some reason. And when I think I was like, you know, I was supposed to make, I was, you know, I was raised Catholic or whatever. So I was supposed mm-hmm. to make like my like confirmation or something. And like, I decided that I, I decided that I wasn't going to do that, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, so when I decided that I wasn't going to make my confirmation because I didn't want to like pledge, pledge my, you know, soul to, uh, you know, <laughs> like something like a, a, like a religion that I didn't believe in. Mm-hmm. I just got into like reading about all sorts of different conceptions of 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 God, <laughs> and that's God right there. You know? <laughs> uh, so you know, and like, yeah. So I just got like super into. I just got super into all that stuff. I mean, you know, I think that one of the you know one of the most beautiful uh, aspects of of you know like the idea of God is like you know in like Islam and stuff. You know, I think mm. that you know like that you can only really understand God through other people because you know there's no way that you can conceive of that so god works through you know yep. man is god's mm-hmm. instrument you know, you know on, on on earth you know so nice. it's like i think that that's i think that that's super incredible you know because yeah. that also works back into the whole idea of like interdependence that we see mm-hmm. in like eastern philosophy so you know it's just like like i believe in like faith is like such a, a powerful thing you know and it doesn't matter where you direct it Mm-hmm. You know, as long as you feel it, you know, and then you're able to like, yeah, you know, treat people like you want to be treated. Like, yeah, <laughs> treat people like you want to be treated mm-hmm. and like understand like the depths of those platitudes, you know, mm-hmm. and like it can under- carry you a long way. Exactly. Yeah, that, that was one of the main things. Like my father taught me, like if I remember anything is treat others how you want to be treated. Yeah. And it's like it, that's got me way further in life than uh, how much money I had in my pocket. Exactly. Because I know people... Ooh, when I I'll say when I when I was in Africa, I had money. People, no, I'm not. T- I don't. I'm not taking your money. Like you're a good person here. Yeah, like, have this. Yeah, and it's like it it opens doors that <laughs> money can't buy. Exactly, exactly, and it, it, yeah, money can't buy that. Mm-hmm. You know, money can't buy that experience where you're hungry and somebody's just like, here you go. You that. know, <laughs> like, like that's you know, and like that is that's a part of that faith, you know, that's a For part sure. of, that's a part of that understanding of yourself being able to be in like different, you know, mm. environments like all over, you know, yeah, and like, it's know, what's that, real. know that you got it, you know, yeah. and yeah, if it's you, just more fulfilling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like somebody genuinely giving you something versus exactly. you having to pay for it. Exactly. Like, and that's, that's one thing I, I, I noticed too when I, uh, <laughs> when I got your number, I had, I had, I think I had some shroom chocolates yeah. and I was in here and I'm just looking at everything and I'm like, yo, this is like money can't, by the value in this place exactly you know what i'm saying it's like it made me understand the value of just the uh the currency is is us and how we interact mm-hmm. with each other how i yeah give you ideas we, we barter we can do however but like we create that value exactly that's something true he said when, he, when he, we had him on that stuff with me the currency is in the people yeah mm-hmm. and i mean and like the and let's and Your like network that's, that's the currency yeah that's mm-hmm. the thing is it's like well i got i got this you know over here you got that over there let's put you know why don't you come on over here and do mm-hmm. do your thing over here you know and then 
you know, and then whatever, you know, you do something and I'll do something, you know, and then it just kind of, that's what creates the momentum that, you know, people are, you know, feel good enough to make art, you know, because like, you know, that idea that like, you know, the only good art really comes out of like depression or some shit Mm -hmm. is absolute bullshit, Mm -hmm. you know, because like, you know, like people you know people <laughs> and and people like that you really believe that though yeah, you, people true. do i say it, i'm not gonna hold you you know i just be playing around but i say it but you know and and like but that's the thing and like that's the thing is is like yeah everybody has pain you know but it doesn't have to be like a shared pain mm-hmm. you know it can be like an individual thing nobody has a monopoly on 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 that <laughs> you know like yeah, like everybody everybody feels it but yeah. i think the the where people come from like a very positive spot you know you you see things that are like, oh, okay, I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to do that, and then we're going to feel good, and then we're going to do this, and then we're going to do that, and one of us is going to feel bad, and then I'm going to be good to be able to be like, yo, man, don't worry about it. Yeah. And let's, get, let's keep on going, you know? Thanks. And, like, that's just shared resources. Yeah. <laughs> the, book, the book is by U.S. Anderson. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Three Magic Words by U.S. Anderson. Yeah. I, I, was, I was talking to my friend. Uh, my friend, her name is, uh, she goes by Dark Yogi. Okay. And she said something in a, like she was like talking about working through trauma. She does like trauma release sessions. Oh wow. And she was talking about how she asked herself the question, it's like, okay, who am I without my trauma? Who exactly. am I without my pain? Yeah. And it, it to me it was such a profound question. Yeah. Because just being black in America, we're so ident like they try to tie our identity, our identity yeah. to pain and slavery and all everything negative that can come with that. Yeah. And but in reality, our history goes stretches back so fucking far where it's like there's so many beautiful things. Like I'm looking at this fucking room. Like yeah. this wasn't created out of trauma. This is created out of who we truly are. Exactly. And I, and yeah, that's yeah. You can go ahead. Yeah, I th- yeah. I think that you know when you get to when you get to this point of un- like how you're talking about you know where like the mind chatter mm-hmm. and then who you are. You know like. When you get to that point of like understanding it, then you can receive those lessons, mm-hmm. you know, and then just live that separated life, you know, where it's like your depth of character is the thing that is the well that produces, mm-hmm. you know, you know, your life water or whatever. <laughs> Shout out to <laughs> life water, <laughs> you know, right. you know. Yeah, man. And I think, yeah, and I think that, so I think that it's just like, you know, as, you know, the thing that I've always been drawn to is, you know, making space mm-hmm. for conversations, you know, Facts. and like, I've seen, yeah. you know, that's Absolutely what I've always been, in, that's what I've always been interested in, and what I'll always be interested in, right. you know, like, I don't know. Yeah, man, that should, that's, that's powerful within itself, just feeling like having a place where you're feel comfortable and safe to express yourself within itself without having to feel fear of judgment and just pressures of what the world societal norms or whatever and it's like really it's it's, that's essential like and especially after quarantine we see everything Mm. going on in the news now Mm. uh, social media censorship every like everything that's like tied to that Mm. and just like as a people we need to have a, a place where we feel safe and comfortable shit online and offline exactly to, to to really just like get that expression off exactly man and i think that you know there's there's so many aspects of like you know 
the you know self-expression right you know it, it also stems from like subjective opinion you know mm -hmm. and like when the lines are blurred between subjective opinion and reality or facts you know it's it's really tough it's very mm -hmm. difficult you know to to be able to you know just be you know to be able to give people that wide berth mm -hmm. to be able to be like that's your subjective opinion you know and like because there is a part of you know maintaining your own energy and you know having boundaries and understanding where another person ends and where you end and all mm -hmm. of those things you know it's like respectfully it's 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 difficult you know mm -hmm. it's like it, it's it's not all like living is not all you know sunshine and roses you know mm -hmm. it's like there are aspects of you know communicating with people and 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 being a part of the world that are you know incredibly anxiety inducing and you know mm -hmm. driven you know, like drives fear and and all of those things and so how, how big of a part do you think uh like the newer age of like social media and stuff played into the increase in like anxiety and fear and all of that like oh i mean you know like it's it's unquantifiable really you know i i think that it's like you know as as we were, we're coming closer and closer and closer together you know there are, there there's need for you know uh, individuality you mm -hmm. know and there's need for you know privacy and um autonomy you know mm -hmm. I, and i think that when an uh, when a, a person's agency is like removed in the world is is probably like the hardest the hardest thing and for a person to go through mm -hmm. you know where you feel like you are powerless mm -hmm. you know um there's that's it's incredibly difficult uh to to experience and to and to go through so i think that you know for i think that social media in in, in general uh, it allows for you know people to have like these wonderful expressions and share things and you know put stuff out there you know so that people can come together but there's also this aspect of getting too sucked into it and mm -hmm. losing you know your own autonomy because you don't and your own agency because you don't even know where you start mm -hmm. to you know it's like that point of reference stuff yeah, missing, you know? missing the knowledge itself That's you know right. and so i think that you know and i th and i th so i think that it's really important for people to unplug you know, mm -hmm. and I think it's really important for people to, you know. Are you heavy on social media? Is that something you ever had to deal with? I mean, I've as far I've, as like I've done I've done things on social media. Mm -hmm. You know, like I've I've uh, you know like the show like that I was doing for the Arts Collaboratory. How now? That was like very much social media centered because mm -hmm. that was <clears throat> that was um, you know during quarantine mm -hmm. and it was all Zoom interviews and and stuff like that. So. You know, I th that that kind of you know, like the name the name of the show itself. You know, basically is like how 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 do we do it here? How, <laughs> how how what's next? You know, or kind of thing. So I think that you know, I so I yeah, I've, I've definitely done things on on social media. You know, like when I would throw shows at the vault, or like when I was mm -hmm. doing the the silo session stuff, or um, you know, when I was like managing at Duende. Uh, you know, like that was like important to mm -hmm. do, you know, but I, th you know, now that I'm able to like not do it, you know, it's like, 
very and like you know it's, it's not something that's a part of your every it's not life. something that's a part of my you know i try to keep it i try to keep it as something that's not a part of my every waking hour mm-hmm. you know yeah, like it, sure. at one point it was like oh i had to like check you know because i was like anxious about it i was anxious about putting myself out there i was anxious mm-hmm. about how it was going to be received i was anxious about you know is this gonna is this project going to work you know mm-hmm. um in like such a fast paced thing you know it's like when you when you make a collage or when i make a collage like by myself i was just like it takes me hours you know to Mm -hmm. like actually see the end process sometimes days and you know that whole process is you know something that you know i i experience different moods i do things i move through all of those feelings as like you know who I am, you know, in like that larger sense. Mm-hmm. And that gives me a, a, a depth of satisfaction that, you know, I, I, I won't get when I take a photograph of it and put it on, put mm-hmm. it on my Instagram page and then like look at my Instagram page and be like, Oh, 40 likes. Cool. You know, <laughs> like, like, that's like, that's, that's how much this is worth. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's just like, man they just don't get it or like you know something like that but like that's not really that's not really the the point Mm -hmm. the point is the process the point is like doing the action you know chopping wood carry carry water type shit you know and so that's what that's where i get the satisfaction from it's not the validation that comes from you know sharing it it's the satisfaction of doing it you know yeah facts and that like that's how i've been kind of like looking at this place is like this is like one of those moments in time like we're gonna be able to say like yo yeah we we experienced it exactly like we were really in this in in this arena and man it's yeah we, we live in a real like special time where it's like i don't say it's a battle but there's such a contrast between living through this yeah and living in the like and living in your reality yeah and yeah, man. It, art, art. I feel like art is changing and like, mer- like merging with it and like almost like building the bridge. Exactly, and I th- and I think that that's kind of you know it's like the, you know the the artists in the world that are that are doing things that are that are just really really smart and intelligent and thought out and expressive and emotive that moves people. You know, I think mm-hmm. that they they have an understanding that's just like. Every, all the time presence isn't you know isn't something that is good for you or for like the your market you know mm-hmm. i think it's like you gotta have to like give something let it be and then give and then just you know move something around you know move on to something else you know Word. like i don't know i mean like the the way that you know tyler the creator like dropped that latest record was I, I just thought was absolutely incredible impeccable mm-hmm. actually i mean it was just like nobody knew what he was doing he wasn't doing anything on social media really at all and then for in like a week he's like bah, 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 this is all of this mm-hmm. and then here's here's the record Thanks. you know and it was just like wow this is really incredible and then let other people talk about it you Thanks. don't you know so what what a concept like what what drew <clears throat> you to what drew you to hip-hop as a kid growing up in orchard park Oh, you know, man, I mean, I like <clears throat> that's like really incredible um, <laughs> to, you know, in, in my, you know, because uh, like, you know, hip hop in general, like I love the culture, mm-hmm. you know, I love 
I love the the I just love it um I don't really know how else to say it I just love it I just feel it you know I was really you know um I was just really blessed to have like a good you know my older brother <coughs> you know had like a really amazing friend who actually you know became like a, a writer for like source and stuff and oh, okay. like you know so it's just like I was really like you know I like you know I remember being like in like sixth or seventh grade like when like AT Aliens came out you know and like that's like um you know that was just like something that just like I just fucking loved it I just loved loved how they talked I just loved the language I loved mm. everything about it but like over like a long period of time it wasn't mm. something that it wasn't something that I was just like oh, I, all I'm gonna listen to <laughs> is mm. you know Outkast or Dr. Dre or whatever it was like or Camp Low, I was like really into listening to like folk music, you know, mm -hmm. like growing up, I was like, I was in love with folk music. I was in love with Bob Dylan. I was, you know, like Neil Young is like my favorite, you know, and like uh, this dude, Billy Bragg, you know, um, who's like this socialist dude from England, you know, just him and a guitar kind of stuff. And so for me, for me, there's like this ass and like Woody Guthrie, you know, Woody, Woody Guthrie is, he's like the d depression era um depression era folk singer you know kind of like the first bob dylan kind of guy you okay, know um you know wrote songs about like the the dust bowl and things <laughs> which is a crazy crazy thing in, a, in itself a, a topic for another dis discussion yeah. but uh <clears throat> you know so it's like there's this aspect of like folk like i've gotten to this point where i see like i see hip-hop and I see folk and I see them as coming from like the, like the same kind of space in a way, you know, mm. um, where it's just like people expressing themselves with like the, the, the tools that they have around them, you know? Yeah, and funny. for a lot of people it's, it's your mind, you know? Yeah. And I, and, and I think that like lyricism and, you know, uh, of, of, of hip hop is just, you know it's it's the mu it's the music of the future it is the future music it is it That's is right. it is the you know it is the music of the past and it is the music of the future and it, i think i everything that's being done with like innovation and things like that i mean hip-hop is that as is is pushing forward yeah. is pushing everything forward and you know yeah that's that's one thing i i, I feel like i'm blessed to see and just acknowledge the fact because like even when i went to africa like they were trying to hear what I what we were creating hip hop wise in America, and I'm like, it's not that. Like, it's yeah. it's really just about expressing what's mm. around you. And I was trying to pr like ex explain that concept to them, and they had such a hard time grasping it. Yeah, yeah, and it's <laughs> like, yeah, and like that's the thing is, is like they they're not gonna get it because mm -hmm. it's like, it's it's not, you know, and as, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I just <laughs> yeah. don't, you know, it's just it's like if you're not there you're not if you know you know if yeah, you know if you, you know, know. If, and so like, when you were younger and you got into hip-hop did you see it being as big as it is now oh no yeah i mean it was just like it was just like i was just like wow this is really cool mm -hmm. you know like i didn't really think you know i just mm -hmm. i was just like you Whoa. never thought it'd be like the number one genre <laughs> no i i mean i was just i didn't really even think about it that way you know i just I, like i only just thought about like wow this is just really <laughs> fun you know this is like and like really deep you know mm -hmm. and like the you know uh I mean, some of those some of those verses on on AT Aliens yeah. is just like the, 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 so so 
the powerful. Yeah, the cover arts and just the whole. Everything. You know, <laughs> yeah, and so so you know, and like yeah, I grew up in Orchard Park, you know, and there was like one black family, you know, and it was like, and they faced like incredible, like, racism and just like total bullshit, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like it was like, you know, there were, but they were my friends, mm-hmm. you know, and they're private things that I I won't discuss here, you know, but it was just like made just an incredible impact on me. It just as like a, you know, as like someone out in the world, you know? And so I just, I don't know. I've just always felt comfortable, you know, in spaces that, you know, black spaces and, Mm -hmm. and like, you know, when I was like, when I was like welcomed, you know? And like, I think that that's just kind of, that's the thing you have to be welcomed you know mm-hmm. and it's just like you know it's i don't know i just the the, the yeah coming coming pure heart goes <laughs> yeah, a long way yeah you know and like that, yeah and like that's yeah and like that's just kind of how i just uh, i don't know i've just i've just always felt comfortable you mm-hmm. know um because there's a there's a, like a a a genuineness and yeah. a care that mm-hmm. like you know most white people just don't get and just don't understand there's like there's an aggression in white culture that is like that's you know really really unsettling you know Mm -hmm. i I don't know how else to say it it's just unsettling to me it's uh i i kind of look at it as like i always just say human it's like a human thing where it's just like we we get so caught up in uh, separation and, mm. and and how we look at opposing one thing. We think one thing is a threat to us, mm. to our being, versus just being oneself. Like, yeah. like even the thought of like white supremacy or that that whole ideology is in order to do that. In order to be that, you have to suppress someone else. Mm-hmm. And it's like that is in itself to me is a contradiction. It's like if you're what is supreme, you shouldn't have to try to. It, should, it doesn't have to do with anything anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's, it's like, like, that's like the American culture, though. Yeah, it's it's, it's a real nasty. It's not. Yeah, they they've done a, they've done a great campaign, a media campaign, and shit, movies and mm. mass media to let to try to like convince people that this is a real thing. Mm. Um, like, do you are you like big into films and like filmography and stuff mm-hmm. like that? Yeah, just cause like I I know I I watch like like Tarantino films, yeah, yeah. I, I like films, and it's 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 cool to see. And I heard him talking to Joe Rogan, and he was just talking about how things how how much movies shifted our reality as a American culture. Yeah, and it can it can really like I'm gonna say one of the first films mm-hmm. was was promoting what the KKK. What, what, I forgot what the name of that film is. Um, it's like a western. Birth of, is it Birth of a Nation? Birth no, of a Nation. Yeah, Birth of a yeah. Nation. And it was like that's what like galvanized people to put on a hood yeah. and and chase down black people. Like it was a film. Yeah. And we see it. He talked about how much about uh like Pulp Fiction changed the American culture and how mm. filmmaking is is moved and it's it's it'd be people would be surprised on just how much movies and art can change your reality. Exactly. You know, and I and I think that that's kind of where when you get to a point of like being able to collaborate, I'm lucky enough to be able to collaborate. You know, yeah, and like that's just 
that's just that's that's the thing that like helps create like a new a new momentum you know facts. new wind you yeah, know facts. like the joints you how did you get into that 3d the 3d collabs and stuff with you like <clears throat> i just uh picked picked truly up one day you know i think it was it was in march and it was a nice day out and i was just like he was over on potomac and i was just like let's go come on man you know mm -hmm. like let's go he, he had mentioned that he wanted to paint on the wall um like by on allen street you know where that like wood there's like that green wood right across from the town mm -hmm. I was, and we we're just like let's go pick up a canvas and and you know staple on it or whatever and like i had a bunch of new york times from like you know the past year and i just grabbed one or two and you know dropped tree off and then like you know just kind of started doing you know was he as he was doing his thing i was just like you know just standing there cutting stuff up and i was like what do you think of this and then just mm. i just put it on there and he was like sweet you know <laughs> and like i was just like all right cool like let's i'm just gonna do i'm just gonna add this whole thing and you know it, it just kind of felt like something that was real to me you know and it was like you know it said like the words you know it's just like mm -hmm. lasting wealth you know contains multitudes you know mm -hmm. and like you know we're perched on the edge of active wealth you know like that's kind of like that's where i thought like you know the importance of of collaboration really kind of comes in you know or it's just right. like you know if if you you know like containing the multitudes is, is you know is something that you know walt whitman m made very famous in, in a poem called song of myself you know mm. um like the line is is like do i contradict myself fine and vast I contain the multitudes, you know, and like, mm. that's just kind of this thing. So, you know, that's, you know, how I try to live in my, in, in my, in my spirit and in, in my heart, you know, and then I try to like experience that out outwardly, you know, containing like, you know, my, I try to have my circle contain the multitudes of perspective and, and understanding so that, you know, uh, I'm always like being put into a reflective space where I can say, okay, how can I make, you know, the thoughts in my head be good, be smart, mm. be like, you know, kind and thoughtful, you know, um, because of multiple, ex you know, perspectives. Mm. And I think that if, like, that's a full life. That's like a, a beautiful life yeah. to me, you know? And it's like, everything else is just like, oh, okay this is you know something that's happening right now we just got to do it you know like let's just move and keep it keep it going you know oh yeah yeah man that's dope you know and like truly was leaving you know and he's like kev i want you to put an art or, like while i'm gone i want you to you know do something right there you know and i was like all right great you know and like nobody was here and you know i just came in and sat down and i was like i had this you know like you know all the talk about mars and like mm -hmm. you know space race and all that other stuff it's just like you know it's like that's a, what that's about is it's like it's mars but it's like i don't know it's people like looking to like you know uh, futurism yeah. you know mm -hmm. afrofuturism and like mm -hmm. that's like the thing that like what made you want to do it in 3d it was just like 3d paper you know, so I was just like, oh, wow, this is so rad. Like, there's all these 3D, there's all this 3D paper in here. You know, oh, I yeah. like, I'll just like make like a landscape that's like, you know, very, very trippy. You know, like, cause, uh -huh. you know, I like 
tripping you know (laughs) so it's just like oh far out you know and like how can like so like you know it's like thinking about like human endeavor and like you know we're so wrapped up in like this idea of like futures and like far away spots you know when we got to make sure that we're taking care of each other first and foremost you know and like that's facts tax the fucking billionaires dude (laughs) you know i mean like seriously rob the rich you know seriously (laughs) it's like it's like it's like really getting to that point where you know you know wealth inequality in this yeah the wealth gap is insane in in this country it's just absolutely insane you know and you know it's like it's it's a it's a stem of you know you know systemically racist policies you know like that's yeah. just like where all that shit is coming from you know yeah my uh, honestly like my biggest concern with just that is so many things are like because racism and systemic racism run so deep mm. in our country it's i'm afraid like everything runs off computers now and algorithms these algorithms are created in a in a Exactly. Racist rhyme, exactly. racist mind state. Yeah, and yeah. now we're letting. Oh yeah, let's let the algorithms do their thing. Yeah, then it's like, yeah, these AIs yeah. they build and they're gonna come and kill all of us. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. and they're gonna be like, well, this is what I'm made to do. Yeah. Like, I don't. Yeah, I, I think I seen a, a picture the other day. It was like maybe like a nine year old girl got like uh, she got permanently banned from some uh, some community facility because the facial recognition confused her for somebody else. You know, something. It was like, fam, it's a nine-year-old. Nine <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was just like, it, it's 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 disturbing. It's yeah, disturbing. and and I think that you know, and I think that that's where you know places that are you know organically grown spaces like this space that we're in right now. Yeah. You know, that's like, that's that's the best. That's what the future of that's what the future of of art and culture is going to be. It's going to be. I I feel. Is going to be like removing, like the realness is going to be like removed from, you know, <laughs> from the internet and all that stuff. You, you're just gonna have to know. You're just gonna have to know how to get there. You know. Yeah. And like once you're there, crumbs, once yeah. you're there, yo. Yeah, we lit. Yeah. <laughs> being here, you know. Yeah. But no, you gotta, man. you gotta find, you gotta find your way. You know. Nah, that's super facts. That's. You got anything? We can end on that. That's just on fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was still over here thinking about it. Shit. Oh, no, nah, I, I don't have anything else. Anything else you want to touch on or say? Oh yeah, man. I mean, you know, make sure um, you know you come to the. There's a. I'm doing a collage show at Pineapple Co., uh, which is like a, you know, a little art, you know, uh, community art gallery uh, on Allen Street. Uh, there's going to be some, you know, framed collages that I made, and uh, I think. Uh, one of my collaborators, uh, Bobby Griffiths, and I are gonna, you know, play a set of like ambient, like noise music, and it's gonna, you know, it's gonna be fun. I think I'm gonna like set up like a little table out front with like a bunch of cutups, and mm-hmm. people will be able to like collage and make their own collages and like take them home with them and stuff Word. like that, you know. So. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely cool. shoot, shoot us that so we can push the flyer on our page and all Sweet. that. Sweet, love to do that for you, man. Thank you. No doubt. No Appreciate doubt. you pulling up, man. Thank you. No problem. So you uh you got social media? You, you yeah yeah just uh Kevin O'Brien Kane you know yeah Kevin O'Brien Kane yeah Kane. yeah and like that's just like all of my that's just mostly like my collage collage work and stuff like that you oh. know yeah I keep it 
yeah, you know, maybe like I'm on my birthday, I'll put a photo of my mom or something, <laughs> you know, because she's like great. You know, I love my mom. Yeah. Shout, Shout out to moms. Shout out to moms. No label to pop. We out. Peace.